Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Coming up on NBA Today, the Nuggets, they brought the attitude in the altitude last night, or something like that. Was it a preview of what's to come for the rest of the series? We discuss. And the Nuggets, they cooled down the heat in a historic way. Richard and Perk, they give us their biggest adjustments needed for Game 2. Plus, Denver's dynamic duo was unstoppable last night. But can Jokic and Murray keep this pace up? Big Perk, he ranks the best big man, little man duos of all time. NBA Today starts right now. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. We are holding it down, Zach Lowe and myself here in Denver. Picturesque Denver that's behind us. And Kendrick Perkins, Richard Jefferson, holding it down in our last mm-hmm. Los Angeles studios. Game one, it was last night. Let's not waste any time, gentlemen, and get straight to it. Because the Denver Nuggets, they wasted no time, my friends. They dominated in that game one. Let's show you exactly how it went down. I missed the hat, Zach. I wish I wish that Jokic brought the hat for his walk-in. Well, you didn't do it, but he brought a lot of other stuff. Some passing, some dunks from Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon, like the whole first quarter I was Aaron, Aaron Gordon's show. <laughs> oh, I like that. It was Aaron Jordan, especially early last night. I mean, Nikola Jokic, though, he was finding all his teammates the passes that you didn't think he was going to be able to make, he did. Does anyone not think he's going to be able to make passes? He I makes every pass, and that one that we just showed was both of those were smaller guys on Nikola Jokic. Can we switch? Can we do any of that fun stuff? No, no. It's immediate double team three. Bruce Brown having a little fun there. Early, Nikola Jokic wasn't really looking to score as much, but he picked it up a bit as the game went on. Can you imagine not looking to score much and finishing with 27, 14, and 10? The second triple-double in a debut in the finals ever. This pass to Bruce Brown right there is ridiculous. Uh, that's what he does. Like, he doesn't even like, he looks a little tired, but, you know, first game in a while. I think they actually were caught off guard. Not caught off guard, but I think they were a little tired after not playing for nine days, but they got it out the win. Right, it's the rest versus Russ. Miami, though, didn't lay down. 11-0 run to start the fourth quarter. Yeah, and it got it started with them throwing away an inbounds pass. Denver, it must have annoyed Coach Malone. He kept Murray and Jokic on the floor to go for the kill, and instead it was a 10-point game. But, you know, it happens. Miami never stops fighting. Miami never stops fighting, but Denver also didn't give up. Every time Miami went on a run, then you have something like that. Nikola Jokic again. This is, Once just, again, this is just demoralizing. Nice game from Bam Adebayo, but it wasn't quite enough. Nikola Jokic and the Nuggets walk away with the win. Here's Michael Malone after the game. One of my last messages to our group before the game, you know, I reminded our group, if they didn't know, that Miami went into Milwaukee and won game one. They went into the Garden in New York City and won game one. They won game one up in Boston. So we did not want them coming in here, taking control of the series on our court. I don't think we've lost a game at home in the playoffs as of yet. And uh, we know Sunday night is going to be a hell of a challenge. You don't expect it to be easy when you get to this final round. Uh, This is a great challenge. Uh, It's going to require more. Um, we'll get to work and uh, you know see what we can do better, um, what we can do harder, what we can do with more effort, what we can do with more focus, uh, et cetera. I definitely think they came out with um, a lot of physicality, and we have to be able to match that. 
they they did their job on the home floor. You, you have to say that, uh, but we will be ready. Like he said, we will adjust, do some things very differently, and uh, come out here and be ready to get one for game two. The Nuggets' 11-point win is the fourth largest in a team's finals debut, second largest in the shot clock era. The only team with a larger debut victory also came against an eighth seed. That was the 99 Spurs beating the Knicks by 12. So the Nuggets, they looked dominant for nearly the entire 48 minutes last night. Uh, and that was even though I know Nikola Jokic had a triple-double, but he was affecting the game a lot with his passing even before he was looking to score. Richard Perk, what did you see for how he was able to just kind of control every single possession here? Well, I saw... I saw a lot. I saw his passing. I saw his rebounding. But I also saw his scoring, and it was efficient. And I don't need multiple clips. I just need one because we're talking about one individual, and that's the big fella, Jokic. Let's roll it. Here we go. Freeze! I want you to see something real quick. Bam does an excellent job of actually forcing him off the block. This guy is supposed to be in help, okay? Showing his defense a little bit, but he can't because of the passing. Now, this is on his sixth dribble already. Eight, nine, ten. Most of the time, you don't get ten dribbles to go at somebody. You know, when I was playing, it was four or five dribbles, and then you did a great job. But not against Jokic. Because of his passing ability, you have to stay home. Well, and this is awesome. Like, when we showed a graphic of players that have led the NBA are points, rebounds, and assists in the postseason getting to the finals. Jokic is on that list. LeBron James is on that list. And Tim Duncan are, and Tim Duncan's on that list, and so is Jason Kidd. This is a beautiful thing. Jason Kidd is special because when you're not open, he can make you open. Jokic is one of the few passers that I've ever seen that, like, even if someone's guarding you, you can get yourself open. Now, watch this, right? He sets a little screen, touches the ball, and look, this is open. This is He's open. He's dead. Vincent has nothing that he can do. You got two shooters in the corner, so there's no help down low. They have that, they have that connection. Jason Kidd is very similar. Watch this. Pick and roll. I'm standing in the corner. The minute you take your – dead. They're dead. You can see this. Jason Kidd can pass a player open, right, like on a little back cut like that. Now watch Jokic again. You got a double team, right? Now even watch this. He sees this. Aaron Gordon knows. He's got a screen in. These guys are so locked in. They know exactly what they need to do, and Jokic is unguardable. This is what I want to show you guys next. Jordan led both teams in outright assists in their finals debut. Now, both of them were a little bit older, right? So you got Jordan in 91, you got Jokic in 2023, and look at these points and assists. Jordan was doing it all, Jokic was doing it all. My issue here right now for the Denver Nuggets is that how do you build on that? Because I don't know if they could play better, but I know the Miami Heat can play better. I can tell you this. That was a flat-out dominant performance <clears throat> from the two of you, breaking down the dominance of the two-time MVP. But, Zach, I know there was something else that stood out to you from Nikola Jokic. Well, first, congratulations, RJ, on finding a way to put one of his dunks <laughs> from 20 years ago into right. a highlight from I'll, last I'll night's game. Know. But to me, Miami's only real good answer to Jokic in the post was fronting him and trying to deny him the ball. That's where Bam's speed and athleticism could come into play. And it was telling to me that Denver was ready for that and Jamal Murray was ready for that. If we go to the tape right from the 
first play of the game. You saw that clearly they just got Here we go. First play of the game. Bam fronts Jokic. Do you waste time? Do you try to throw an entry pass? No. You just use it as a big monster double screen drive right around it. Bam can't be there to help you out. Great finish by Jamal Murray, who's a monster every game. And then here we go again. Three screens for Jokic to try and get him free of Bam. One, two, three. Bam's in front. Joker could sit there and demand a post-entry try. No, he goes right into a pick and roll. Can you recover in time? Bam actually does a pretty good job. Murray makes a long two against the drop back defense. They were ready for Miami's best counter. It still worked now and then, but credit to Michael Malone, their coaching staff, and just the creativity of Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic. The mind meld they have is super, super rare. And we talk about Jokic all the time because he might be the best player in the NBA, two-time MVP. Jamal Murray's sort of contribution to that I think is sometimes under-discussed. He is a super high IQ player. He uses little dribbles and fakes and shoulder fakes to just open up little itty-bitty slices of space. Just that they are geniuses together. It's beautiful to watch. Absolutely. We're going to dive into their partnership a little bit more later in the show. By the way, the ninth triple-double for Nikola Jokic in these playoffs. Seems like a lot. Extending a record in 14 assists, the most by any player in an NBA Finals debut. Coming up here on NBA Today that we have a lot to get to in our show. Adrian Wojnarowski, he joins us with the latest on the new Phoenix Suns head coach and how it could impact both Kevin Durant and Devin Booker. You do not want to miss that. Plus, Jokic and Murray, Zach Lowe just said it. They put on a show last night in the Mile High City. So will their chemistry lead them to Denver's first ever championship? I mean, it's looking like it really could. And what kind of adjustments can the Heat make? Richard and Perk, they're going to dive into what needs to happen for Miami to have a shot. NBA Today will be right back. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. NBA Today is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. And in part by Arby's. Arby's, we have the meats. John Morant has been suspended by the Memphis Grizzlies since May 14th after a video on social media appeared to show him brandishing a firearm. Now, NBA Commissioner Adam Silver told me last month that the league was in the process of gathering information, but in his annual press conference ahead of game one of the finals, Adam Silver, he gave another update. Here is what he had to say. In terms of the timing, um, we've uncovered a fair amount um, of additional information. I think since I was still asked about the situation, I would say we probably could have brought it to a head now, but 
we made the decision, and I, and I believe the Players Association agrees with us, that it would be unfair to these players and these teams um, in the middle of the series to announce the results of that investigation. And it seemed better to park um, that at the moment, at least any public announcement. And my sense now is that shortly after the conclusion of the finals, we, we will announce the outcome of that investigation. So take a look at the timeline here. Morant was initially suspended eight games for waving a gun on social media that was back in March. And then in mid-May, he was suspended by the team after a recent video again appeared to show him with a gun. So now we welcome in senior NBA insider Adrian Wojnarowski. Woj, we heard Commissioner Adam Silver say that in the process of looking into this, they've gathered even additional information. So what can we expect the punishment for John Morant to be here? Yeah, Adam Silver was very intentional in his words last night. It does not bode well uh, for John Morant. Uh, listen, I think when you start to look at possible lengths of suspension, and that's what we're talking about, he's going to be suspended. I think an interesting number to look at uh, is 17, because now the NBA at its disposal has a new rule that, it, uh, that, each, that a player has to play 65 games in the regular season to be eligible uh, for postseason awards. And so for John Morant, uh, 17 games off the top immediately would make him, or, or 18 games would make him ineligible for postseason awards. And that's certainly something really at the league's disposal. But I think what you heard from Adam Silver last night is what a lot of people, I think all around the league in Memphis, everywhere believe that no one's going to be able to say this time, hey Adam, you went too lightly on John Morant. And I think so. Uh, wherever that number lands, I think it's going to be certainly a significant part of the Grizzlies season, of John Moran's season. And listen, it cost them, I think, ultimately last year as a team. It cost him, I think, very likely all NBA. And again, more than postseason awards. And you heard it with Adam Silver last night. This is a player who uh, they believed got it last time, yeah. showed he didn't. And there's just not a lot of empathy around the NBA. And I think there's even pressure from some teams um, to deal fairly harshly with John Morant. Yeah, being in the room last night, it was clear. Adam Silver said he believed John Morant when they sat down and had a discussion the first time. But he made it clear to Morant that this was about actions, not words. And now they are reassessing those actions. But we do not expect any sort of decision to come out before the conclusion of the NBA Finals. Okay, Woj, let's get to some news out of Phoenix because they have hired a new head coach. You reported earlier today that they're planning to hire Frank Vogel. And both sides are starting to work towards a long-term deal. Now, Vogel brings with him a 2020 NBA title, a history of constructing high-level defenses. And we have the numbers for you of the defenses he has been able to orchestrate. Just look at this here. Woj, what was the decision? Why was it that they decided that Vogel was the man for the job here? Well, I think Frank Vogel is a coach, certainly, who has shown an ability, I think, to work with management, with teams, to be cooperative and as they put teams together, as he coaches them, again, elite defensively. And you looked in the marketplace, and I think once Nick Nurse was off the board and on the way to Philadelphia, I think ultimately this was a Doc Rivers, Frank Vogel decision. Both championship coaches. And, and Kevin Young, who's an assistant coach in Phoenix, who I'm told they would like to keep on Frank Vogel's staff. That may be difficult. Certainly Monty Williams, their former coach, would like to have him uh, in Detroit. Uh, but Frank Vogel's a coach who has shown, again, especially at the defensive end, 
um, that he can put uh, elite groups on the floor. And they took some time, especially, again, once Nurse was no longer in that pool of finalists. You know, you saw Matt Ishbia, their owner, James Jones, their GM, Josh Bartlestein, their CEO, take several days, talk to a lot of people. And I think largely they were splitting hairs between two very successful head coaches. Yeah. But really in the last 24 hours, uh, it started to move toward Frank Vogel. Uh, they made the offer this morning, and I'm told now they're finalizing a five-year deal for Frank Vogel uh, in Phoenix. That leaves Toronto now as the only team that has an opening left. Yeah, you mentioned it just a couple of weeks ago. We were talking about this yesterday. There were five head coaching vacancies, and now it is just Toronto that is left. You can see right here where some of those coaching vacancies have filed out. The Raptors is vacant, and obviously one coach that we do not see on that list is Doc Rivers. Woj, thank you so much. Still to come on NBA Today, we saw Denver's dynamic duo just shine last night. And that got Perk thinking, which is always a dangerous thing. Who is on his big list of big guard, big men tandem? So see who made that list coming up next. Plus, speaking of Jokic and Murray, we take an inside look at the elite chemistry between these two that started over six seasons ago. But Miami just couldn't get going last night. So what adjustments can they make? Eric Spolster, he says his guys are ignitable. So Richard and Perk, they have the key on how to light that flame and bounce back in game two. That's next. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Welcome back to NBA Today, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Welcome to the NBA Finals. Yeah, too icy. It is Elite passing, putting on a clinic. Is the joke? Yeah, two, three. Yeah, got shooters. Bang! This dynamic duo connects again. All right, let's get to the highlights from last night's debacle if you're a Miami Heat fan. But the Denver Nuggets, boy, Perk, they were rolling. Look at that, looks like the Shaq and Kobe meme from Twitter because these boys were about to go to work. Look, when I tell you that Jokic and Jamal Murray, they have a sixth sense about each other, they figured out, was there something you saw last game, Perk? Absolutely. I saw the others actually benefiting from Michael Porter Jr. and Jamal Murray. Great flash screen by uh, Michael Porter Jr. But look, when you look at Jokic, look at the footwork. I don't know if it's ever been a big, and that means power forwards and center, that has had the big the footwork that Jokic has. And I love it. You're seeing combination of Tim Duncan. You're seeing combination of Jason Kidd, because that's really what he is. You see the N1 right there, but 
Jokic is Tim Duncan, and he passes like Jason Kidd. That's what's so scary about it. Maybe not on the defensive end for Timmy D. Don't want the Spurs fans, but look at that shot. 25. You get too deep. Bam gets too deep. He's not seeing Vincent and, on that shot. And, and look, I don't know if Tim Duncan was shooting 47% from the three-point line. <laughs> he wasn't. But that's why I said defensively. I said defensively, right, we got to cool. get that. But I'm talking about on the offensive end, Jokic down there is just pure footwork. That's just an easy shot. It's a layup for him. And right now, Jamal Murray has got a little bit of a sound for us. As he should. Just fluent, beautiful basketball. And we're just balls hopping and we're playing off each other. Um... You know, he can have a great game with only five shots uh, th until the fourth. You know, it's just we have so many different weapons and so many different looks. Like I said, you got to guard everybody. Yoke dominated with until the fourth quarter and didn't even feel like it, you know, so. Yeah, I played with Jamal that way a long time ago, and uh, uh, I think everybody kind of, I, I think they, they like it, but just because they're touching the ball, you know, it's not like you're just catching two. I think they have opportunity to touch the ball, to do something, with it, to take advantage. Uh, you know, create a good advantage, and um, I think I think I think we have we are playing a really nice brand of basketball. Well, I think that's the beauty of Nikola. You know, I mean, I, I learned a long time ago the defense tells you what to do, and Nikola never forces it. If they're going to give him that kind of attention, he had 10 assists at halftime, I believe. Uh, well, he's going to just pick you apart. I'm not surprised that Jamal had the game that he had. He got us going early, made big shots late, and when you have 26 points. 10 assists and 6 rebounds. That's a hell of a performance in your first game of the NBA Finals. Okich and Murray joined Magic Johnson and James Worthy as the only duos with 25 points and 10 assists each in a finals game. Magic and Worthy did this in game one as well. A win versus the 87 Celtics. And Malika? Richard, I don't know if you and I as a tandem compare to the Kansas City on the screen, but I know uh, myself and Omi well, look, we're having a little bit of te technical difficulties, but Perk, when I talked about the two of them, that pairing, we had a conversation. It's like if they are fortunate enough to go and continue winning it, and you have like Magic and Kareem, you've got a lot of guard and big man combinations. You could go Oscar Robinson, Kareem. There's a lot of different combinations. Where do you think that this pair and how they plays fit? Oh, it fits great. And, but I want you to see how others benefit and the growth of others when you surround, when you put them on the team with Jokic and Murray. We watched Michael Porter Jr. Just remember, about three years ago or four years ago in the bubble, he kind of called out Michael Malone about the offense. Now you see him actually buying into it and it's benefiting him. We watching Bruce Brown right now. Look like a different version of Bruce Brown than when he did with the Brooklyn Nets. Why? Because of that system. Because of those two guys and their, their willingness to be unselfish and actually rely on those guys. Aaron Gordon averaged more points in Orlando. But he looks like a far better player in Denver right now in this system. Well, look, great players can make you better. And look, when I tell you that, I think what's underrated about them is that they both have played on the same team with the same coach the entire time. And so, like, for them, there's a connection there that I think is special. But I want to hear it from those two about their connection. Denver makes history. The Nuggets are going to the NBA Finals for the first time in franchise history. We always talk chemistry, and it starts with your best players. And those two guys set them up for these type of 
of great, great moments. Aaron, your perspective on the chemistry of Jamal and Nicola. That's a bad duo. Those are bad boys right there. What a beautiful game to go. Murray! Jokic dropping dimes. Those two just play so well together in that two-man game. And when the game gets on the line and it's like money time, we know that we can go to Jamal and Nicola two-man game and something good's going to happen. Here's Murray behind the back. Jokic too pretty. We came off the bench together. I was backing up Moutier and Jameer Nelson, and he was backing up Nurkic. But I think a lot of people would forget that. So that's where we would hit the post, and I would cut, and that used to be our play. So it was just a give and go. And we used to get that over the head pass a lot. Oh my god, what a pass that was. Wow. I mean, that was a thing of beauty. That was. We've seen those two play really good basketball. And then it became to pick and roll, hit him back, and then we started doing the pick and roll. I hit him and he has me back if the guy's still behind me, and we started picking up on stuff. The pass to Murray is beautiful, and Jamal lays it in. And Murray knows what to do when Jokic gets the ball, cut to the bucket, and get We went to the playoffs for the first time in Portland. We relied on each other a lot, and we both delivered. Jokic and Murray working together. It was really fun to just feed off each other without any ego, without any selfishness. We were just on the same page and we were trying to win. Boy, Jamal Murray loves playing with Nikola Jokic, and you can see why. Since I came here, we were evolving extremely fast. The chemistry between us is really good. We got each other's back. We win in you know, our chemistry is at all-time high. The way we play, the way we read the game without without even speaking. It's just beautiful basketball, honestly. You know, it's, it's so fun to play. We have a lot of character on this team. We have great players who came to work every day, checked their egos at the door for something much bigger than themselves. What have you, Nicolo, said to each other about what it's going to take to get you to where you ultimately want to be? It's going to take us to be together. We can do anything together. Nikola Jokic, Jamal Murray, a dynamic duo. Let's see if our technical issues have worked out here as we say hello to Ohm Young Masuk, who is in Red Rocks. And Ohm, you've been covering the Denver Nuggets all season long, and we, so many of us, are just now starting to witness the greatness of this duo. But what does this date back to? Malika, I'm a few steps away from Red Rocks where head, and, head of strength and conditioning coach Felipe Eckenberger runs the Nuggets through some lung-crushing exercises to adapt to the altitude. But Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic, they forged their chemistry way before that. I sat down with Murray before the postseason, and he told me that his chemistry dates back to the Nike Hoop Summit when he played with Jokic, and he saw that Jokic was a brilliant passer. And then during, Jokic, uh, during Murray's rookie season, he and Jokic would drive to the arena together, and they would do two man workouts pregame and he said Jokic would just do these crazy passes but that's where they developed their chemistry in the offseason Murray tells me that they FaceTime each other uh, from randomly from time to time to have fun so this is where they developed their chemistry and I think now you see it Jamal Murray says their chemistry is beautiful they are playing beautiful basketball and I gotta tell you Malika they look like they're getting better with each game Mm, which is a scary proposition because it just seems like the two of them fit so well. They've been building this partnership over so many years. And it seems like, though, even when you remove those two, the Nuggets come at you in waves. It's Jeff Green. It's Bruce Brown. They are coming over and over and over at you. So what can the Heat do to slow them down here? 
<laughs> they can't let what happened in the first quarter happen again. If you look at game one, it was almost like a blueprint for Nuggets basketball. Okay, you want to take Nikola Jokic away, and he's only going to take five shots through the first three quarters? Okay, we're going to give the ball to Aaron Gordon inside. He's going to play old-school bully ball like he's still with the Orlando Magic, and he's going to take advantage of any mismatch and any guy undersized inside the paint. Okay, you put Jimmy Butler and Aaron Gordon. What do we do next? Jamal Murray is going to score 18 points in the first half. And you take Jamal Murray away, he's going to control it with his passing and have 10 assists. Okay, you're going to cut a 21-point lead down to 9 or 10 in the fourth quarter. Guess who's going to put you away? The two-time MVP, Nikola Jokic. We're going to go to him inside, and he's going to score. It was a blueprint for no matter what the Miami Heat threw at them, single coverage, double coverage. Uh, we're going to try to take away Nikola Jokic. We're going to play zone. The Nuggets figured it out. Everybody touched the ball, and they scored. And at the end, Nikola Jokic looked at the stat sheet, and his eyes were popping out, and he was asked, what surprised you on a stat sheet? He said, Michael Porter Jr. shot two for 11 from three. I thought he made seven threes. That's what it felt like. It felt like the entire Nuggets team was on fire in game one. Yeah, it absolutely did. Being in the building, that is exactly what it felt like. Om Young Masuk, thank you so much. I'm assuming because you are at Red Rocks, you and Nick Friedle are now going to go run the stairs and do the Nuggets workout. Is that correct? <laughs> I do have the Jokic exercises, 195 pairs of stairs. We got to do them three to four times, oh and we only rest on the way down. Oh, my Lord. All right, well, I'm telling you right now, the best of luck. I really appreciate you spending some time with us here on NBA Today. Let's bring back in our Los Angeles studio because that's the big dynamic duo of, of Jamal Murray and of Nikola Jokic. What about our dynamic duo, Richard Jefferson, Kendrick Perkins? Because I understand that we have a new big perks, big list. Gentlemen, what you got? Well, unfortunately, we do have Perk's no, big list. We, we had a little bit of an yeah. argument before this, right? But we corrected it. So, Perk, no, show us this list. No, first of all, you corrected it. And this is my big Perk big list of big man, big, big man, little guard tandems in history. Not wings and bigs, guards and bigs. <laughs> Starting off at number five. Here we go. Bam! Run it. It's on fight. that end. Yeah, get your butt Draymond over here. Green over here. and Steph Curry. We talk about a dynasty. We talk about four NBA championships. We talk about one of the guys who changed the game for Elvin Steph Curry on the offensive end. We talk about another guy, Draymond Green, who has changed the game forever defensively as an undersized big at number four. Bring it up there. Bam! Tony Parker, Tim Duncan. We already know Timmy D, the greatest power forward to ever play the game. Tony Parker, one of the best international players to ever play the game. We know what they done down there in San Antonio. The biggest thing since the rodeo. Delivering five championships. A dynasty. Here we go. We going at number three. Bam! What? Magic. Number three. Magic and Kareem. Damn it, this is my list. The sky hook right here. We know what they delivered down in La La Land. Multiple championships. This is not bias. This is not RJ you List. Tripping, this is my list. I'm... Kareem and Magic at number three. At number two, roll it. Bam! Bill Russell and Bob Cousy. You know I had to be a homer, but I'm not being a homer. We're talking about multiple championships. Uh, multiple. When you talk about dynasties, this was one of the first ones. Bill Russell, one of the greatest centers to ever play the damn game of basketball. One of the greatest winners to play the game of basketball. I'm, I'm scared about number one. You shouldn't be. I'm scared. You shouldn't be. The only reason you should be scared because of one of the person's size. 
Bam! Run it. Here we go right here. That's right. Shaq and Kobe. The most dominant big to ever play the damn game of basketball. And who was Kobe Bryant? Jordan 2.0 with more skills. Damn it, they got it done. A three-peat. Getting it done all across the board. Yes, the big fella right here, Big Shaquille O'Neal. This is Big Perk's big list. Again, it's guards and bigs in the history of the game. And what do they all have in common? Each one of them has won multiple titles together. I'm going to say this. I have no problem with your number two. If it was up to me now, Shaq, Kobe, nothing but respect. I would replace three and replace one and flip it. That's just me, though. That's just me. Magic and Kareem, we already know that. But you want to know the real dynamic duo? Check this out, people. Check this out. I'm going to show you all the real dynamic duo. Roll the tape. How's that how you do it, Perky? Tell me, roll Congrats the tape. to my fellow Denver Nuggets on continuing the dynasty. Been working for this day since 2017. First, I exposed our defense. Barbecue chicken. I let us get layups to boost confidence. Our PG knows who I am now. Don't you dare. See you guys at practice. Happy to be part of the team. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. I'm, I'm going to be I'm gonna be really honest. I'm flattered that the Denver Nuggets are still having me a part of their organization as a real uh, as a real person that really kind of started this whole thing. Those are all lies. They had nothing to do to contribute to them at all. But still to come on NBA Today, Hemi Buckets was not a bucket in game one. But is there hope for a bounce back? I believe so. Game two, NBA Today, right back. You got a problem with my list? Uh, no, I don't like your list. I don't care. I don't like I don't, okay, that's fine. <laughs> Out, man. I'm going to pass you, rookie. And that's rookie of the year to you. You guys should race cars for real. We could use the off-season challenge. I will win this contest. Let's do it, man. 
you three athletic anomalies think you've got what it takes to be race car drivers? Time to take a lap. Is this compact car? Gran Turismo, based on a true story. In movie theaters August 11th. Watch the NBA Finals on ABC. I guess he kind of fits. So aerodynamic. I don't think so. Stretch, Bobby. The Miami Heat, they dropped game one in Denver, 104-93. This is the first time, the first game in a series all postseason that they have done so. So Caleb Martin, Max Struess, and Duncan Robinson, they were a combined two for 23 from three-point range. Jimmy Butler, he did have his worst scoring performance of the playoffs thus far. So let's take a listen to head coach Eric Spolstra after the game. We've been through this before. Like, they're ignitable. <laughs> you know, They've heard it from us, uh, and they'll hear it from us. Uh, but I love those looks, you know, that those guys get. Uh, but I also love it, you know, that toughness and grit that we don't have to depend on that. You know, we can find different ways and different solutions to, to get a win. Definitely comfortable with the shots we took. You know, I felt like we had a lot of open shots tonight. Uh, ball just didn't go in. That's part of the game. But I feel like our shooters have bounced back. When you look at it, during the game, they all look like the right shots. And I'm not saying that we can't, as a team, make those. But got to get more layups, got to get more free throws. And um, whenever you miss and don't get back, the game gets out of hand kind of quickly. Um, we gave up too many layups, which we can also can't have happen. Um, but that's, that's it as a whole. We got to attack the rim a lot more, myself included. Brian Winhorst was in the building last night. And to me, Brian, it just felt like the Heat could not find offense early and then the wheels started to fall off. But where did you see things start to go wrong? Well, their game plan, Malika, was to make Jokic uh, mostly a scorer from the start. And it got exploded. As soon as Michael Malone uh, saw the starting lineups come in and that they were going to stick with the small starters that they used against the Celtics, which meant Caleb Martin and Max Struess as the forwards, he activated his enormous size, went to Aaron Gordon in the post. And it's hard to make Jokic uh, only a scorer when he has the advantage by throwing the ball to, to Gordon in the post. And so that was a huge issue. Obviously, it was mitigated by the fact that they couldn't make an open shot, but um, the size bothered them at both ends, Malika, because when the Heat were on offense, they just did not drive against it. I'll go so far as to say they were intimidated by the size differential that they were facing with Aaron Gordon and Michael Porter. Michael Porter Jr., was what they were one of nine shooting up against him. Jimmy Butler only had eight drives the entire game, Malika. That's the fewest he's had in the game this entire postseason. That's why they only had two free throws. They wouldn't drive and challenge and look for contact because of the size. So that's a huge factor that's going to go deeper into this series. Can we dive a little bit more into Jimmy Butler here, Brian? Because he is, for all intents and purposes, the head of the snake here. What exactly did you see that slowed him down? Yeah, you know, I don't want to guess at the, the health of that ankle, but ever since he turned sure. his ankle um, against the, the Knicks in round two, he hasn't shown the same explosive ability that he showed in that Milwaukee series where he was just putting up iconic games on top of each other. And in the last series against the Celtics, when Boston went with Jason Tatum or Robert Williams as his primary defender, or even a little bit of Al Horford, he didn't. He wasn't successful challenging and going to the rim. He really stuck 
with those step backs and outside shots. And that's what the Nuggets did. They followed the Celtics game plan. They put Aaron Gordon on him as much as possible. And he just didn't attack the size. So he knows it. After the game last night, he mentioned it. He knows he's got to be more aggressive. He knows he's got to force them to defend him with some contact and let him get to the line. Getting to the line is a huge part of his game. He cannot be effective without that aspect of it. So I expect him to make those changes uh, Sunday night. By the way, as you know, Brian, two free throw attempts. It's the fewest in a playoff game ever that the Miami Heat had last night. Game two is on Sunday on ABC. Brian Windhorst, thanks so much. All right. I'm done with the Debbie Downer. I'm done with the sad Sally. Can you please, Richard Jefferson, give me a reason for optimism in the Miami Heat? Perk. I'm going to come to you on this big fella. You do what all do you, the time. Okay, I don't, I don't need your chirping. I want to know, what. give me something that the Miami Heat should feel positive about because every coach is like, this is what we need to fix, this is what we did well, and this is where we're going to improve. What is it? Well, well one, they will not shoot like the, the way that they did. I think you only could go up from there. I mean, mm-hmm. Max Struess was 0 for 9 from 3, 0 for 10 for the game. He won't have another performance like that. But I thought – when the Heat tried to pull away, well, when they, I mean, when the Nuggets pulled away, they never stressed it to 25 or 30. The Heat just kept chipping back and getting back into the game without even having a great offensive night. Also, he didn't use his veteran last night in Kevin Love. I believe that Eric Spoelstra will go back to that two-big lineup and bring in Kevin Love, put Bam on uh, Eric Gordon, and Kevin Love has shown us, not in the Celtics series, Milwaukee in the Knicks series, that he still got it. He's still willing to put his body on the line to take charges. Also, he's been here before. So the great thing about it is that the Miami Heat has optimism about Tyler Hero returning. We don't know when, Mm -hmm. but Kevin Love, being on the floor is going to be a big difference for the Miami Heat if yeah. old Eric Spoelstra decide to go with him. Yeah, especially if you're talking about his shooting, his ability to space the floor to allow for more drives for Jimmy, for Kyle Lowry, for Caleb Martin. So I think that that is going to be big for them. But I also want to look a little bit more. We got to take a little bit more look at our guy Cody Zeller. Because if you put Co- – no, like, again – Think, think uh, Landale from the Phoenix Suns. You just want a guy that's going to meet with energy That's going because there is no stopping Jokic. But what it does is if you play Cody Zeller at the five, you put Bam, as you said, on Aaron Gordon. Now you've got a rim protector. And look, I'm not going to sit here and question Eric Spolstra. I'm just saying we saw Cody Zeller getting some time on, on uh, Jokic, and I think that that might be good, especially if you have shooting yeah. around him. Because I think it's less about their offense. I think they'll figure out their offense. What they really need is to figure out their defense. Well, I – I kind of agree with you, and I don't. The Nuggets only scored what 104 points last night. Yeah. I think you go with that big lineup. You don't have if you start with that big lineup. You don't have Aaron Gordon exploding for the first quarter that he had. But I'm not comparing Cody Zeller to Landell. The physicality is different for us huh? between the two. I don't believe that this is a series for Cody Zeller, but I do believe that this is a series for Kevin Love, and I think also. Hosmith, the kid oh, had he had 18 off the bench. His high motor, his athleticism at the wing position to be able to guard Michael Porter Jr. Sometimes Jamal Murray and junk it up. I think Eric Spoelstra has seen something in, in Hosmith. He's going to play him as well. All right. Well, it's time to make some money and still to come on NBA Today. Yesterday's price is not today's price. We have some DraftKings predictions that might help you get your money up. Keep it locked right here on NBA Today. You got any predictions to help me get my money up? You was trash yesterday. Your prediction (laughs) was trash.
This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Oh, okay. Listen, I want to show you guys how to make a little bit of money. Yesterday on the show, we did this, right? And the thing is, would Caleb Martin hit more or less than three threes? Perk said he would. He didn't, so he missed that one. He said Jokic wouldn't get a triple-double. Jokic got a triple-double. He said Jimmy Butler was going to have under six assists. He got over. So if you want to make some money, you're going to have to follow this predictions. All right. It's time for today's Sportsbook Predictions. Let's take a look at a trio prop bet on the board ahead of Sunday's Game 2. All right, big fella, let's start with Jokic. Do you think he will total more than 52 when you add them all up? Well, yesterday was a bad day, and bad days don't last long, and absolutely he will total bad up. people do. <laughs> absolutely he will go over, what is it, 52? Yeah. He would definitely go over 52. That's easy, light work for him. All right, okay, all right, all right. So, again, he was 0 for 3, but he's going to do a little bit of a comeback. All right, how about this? Will Jamal Murray score more or less than 27 points? Mind you, he's on a heater for six straight games. I believe the heater, the heat, will cool him down in uh, game two. He, I'm taking less. I'm going with the under for as Jamal Murray getting 27 tomorrow. I believe Jimmy Butler might take ownership of guarding him. I believe Eric Spolster will have a game plan for him. He will struggle tomorrow, take the under 27 points. Okay, well, let's see if he can keep this going. All right, same number, different player. Perk, will Jimmy have more or less than 27 points? You damn Can't right get, he oh, will. You damn go. right he will. He will bounce back. He will come out in great fashion. He's going to be aggressive. When Jimmy is aggressive, when he has to face adversity, his back against the wall, he flourishes like no other. Take the over for Jimmy Butler for his 27 points in game two. Okay, so again, I apologize if you took his advice and you can take his advice at your own risk. DraftKings Sportsbook is the official sports betting partner of the NBA, and during the finals, new customers can bet $5 to win $200 in bonus bets instantly. Use promo code NBA Today when you sign up. Our game two picks right around the quarter. NBA Today will be right back in Why did 60 you sound seconds. Country? Why that sound country? Right around the corner. That's Arizona, man. <laughs> Southwest. Oh man, that's not, that's not nothing Southwest. That's Midwest. No, that's. NBA Today is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA.
Welcome to Denver, Larry. I helped get the Larry O'Brien Trophy to Denver safely. Gentlemen, next time, Perk, you're jumping out of the airplane. I think we're doing it. You can see how uh, teams that go up 2-0 in the finals fare here, though, Perk. Well, uh, oh, listen, I'm going to be really honest. Perk could do that, but let, let's be real. We tried to get them to do it, but they said they were going to need two parachutes. So we decided to get it. So we, we sat, we sat there. They were like, no, for the safety of the people that are jumping out of the plane with them, they said no. So we had Malika meet them at the Richard, ground. <laughs> who you got in game two? Quick, quick. Ooh, who I got? The Denver I got, Nuggets. I got Miami. Denver Nuggets, okay, baby. You're the, going Denver. I'm rolling with you, Malik. I'm going with the Heat. They will bounce back even up My this guy. series. You know what I'm saying? You 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 was there in person. You saw the Heat have something. Yeah, no. I just feel like I'm not sure if it's belief or just they need to do this. We just saw the numbers 86%. Kendrick Perkins, Richard Jefferson, thank you so much for holding it down in LA. I'm Malika Andrews. That's gonna do it for us. We will see you all on Monday. Enjoy.